Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track presents Midnight Vultures, track by track. Today we're going to be talking about Mixed Business, the third track from Midnight Vultures, released on the 23rd of November 1999, written by Beck and Tony Hoffer, produced by Beck and uh, Mickey Petralia. On the track, we have The Horns, who have been on uh, a number of the tracks up until this point, uh, and who will be with us for the rest of the album, played by Fernando Pollum, Joe Toronto, and Steve Baxter. Uh, on the bass is Justin Metal Johnson. On the drums is the guy from... The um, <laughs> the Rolling Stones, as this yeah Charlie uh, Charlie, Charlie Watts his name. yeah as as yeah, this okay. track this track is based around the first five seconds of Honky Tonk Woman. Um, I'm sure there's some extra drum stuff that you know Beck has put on top of there, but if you listen to the first five seconds of Honky Tonk Woman, speed it up just a tiny bit. Hey presto, you have the track. Uh, it is three minutes thirty eight. To join me to talk about today is Noah McMullen. Hello, Noah. Hi there. Um, now this was released as a single. Uh, later on in the run of Midnight Vultures. Uh, unusually, uh, Beck was in no kind of rush to release singles from this. So uh, mm. this was released in the US on the 7th of March 2000, the 27th of March over here, and the 19th of April in Japan. So <laughs> that is like almost a full six months after the album came out. Um, you know, traditionally, by the time you get six months after an album release, People are looking at, you know, the next album that's coming out and, you know, promoting that and or, you know, and Beck toured this mm. for almost two years. Um, so, you know, he really kind of, I don't know, he, he wasn't one to kind of rush to get his next album out. Um, and there's still one more single to be released off this album, which would be released even further into 2000. Um, it peaked at number 34 over here on the UK charts, and it only got to number 36 on the US modern rock charts. Didn't chart on the normal Billboard charts. Um, oh wow! It was released with a number of remixes. I'm not going to list all of them, but there's a ton of remixes, um, and there is also a track called "Dirty Dirty," which was the B-side, and uh, then there's a song called "Sax Laws," uh, "Night Flight to Ojai," uh, which I think, if I remember correctly, is a remix of "Sex Laws." Um, so you know, uh, Beck kind of uh, like at the time, obviously, uh, when people released singles in the early 2000s. Literally a ton of remixes <laughs> were always pretty mm-hmm. much the B-sides. That was that was how it was done. You get like the dance um, mix you know. and, uh, you know, all the other ones. Uh. Yeah, and included included on the CD singles over here was the uh, the video. Oh, okay. Uh, as, as part of a CD-ROM. Oh, yeah. Something, something, again, that was quite common was for the second CD of a CD single release to have the video on. I've got so many videos on CD-ROMs that are on singles. It's kind of crazy. Um, and even some that came on albums. Prince's Musicology had the video for Musicology on the album. So, oh, okay. so um, you know, the video was directed by Stéphane Sadenou, um, who is a French director. Um, I'm sure if you know Stéphane Sadenou's name, then you can probably name at least... I don't know, 20, 30 of his videos that he's directed Mm -hmm. uh, because he has directed some, you know, kind of huge videos. Um, You know, basically, uh, he directed Give It Away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, painted them all silver, took them out into the desert. Um, He did Mysterious Ways by U2, painted them normal colours, took them out into the desert. He seemed to have a theme. Uh, He did Breaking the Girl as well by Red Hot Chili Peppers, put them in weird lycra tops, took them out into the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he seemed to have a thing for deserts to start off with. Um, and I think even in Madonna's Fever video, he painted her silver or something. So he loves, he was, loves he this guy big, loves painting people. If nothing he else, paint, well, he loves black and white as well because yes. I have a feeling that Seven Seconds by Yusunador and Nene Cherry was also black and white as well. Um, you know, he did Queer by Garbage, mm. great song, great video. 
He did Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Oh, really? You know, or, you know, the Alanis's Morissette, should I say, which is a correct plural for them, because obviously there's four in the car. Uh Again, each of them kind of color-coded as well, something that was similar in Breaking the Girl. Um, You know, he also shot uh, Discotech by U2. Uh Um, and uh, you know, possibly maybe by Bjork. He did so, he did Milk oh, for Garbage okay. as well. So he you know he did he did a number of songs with you know people who were kind of in the trip half field. Um, you know he did Thank You by Alanis Morissette, Stripped to Naked, Stuck Her in the Middle of New York, uh, and Lotus by REM, uh, and then you know went back to Red Hot Chili Peppers for Scar Tissue, um, and he did You Look So Fine by Garbage, which I think was the one with the kind of anime, uh, not anime, the animated like uh, planes. Mm-hmm. If you remember that video. Um, and you know, mixed business is probably one of his, you know, not final tracks, but he certainly hasn't directed very much since um, 2000. Um, he did a couple of songs for um, Mirwas, who was, of course, the producer that worked with Madonna, I think, on the trap music. Um, in fact, I'm surprised he didn't do music by Madonna because it feels like it would be a video that was kind of, you know, in his uh, in his field house. Mm-hmm. He did Around the World by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, you know, and uh, then the last few things that he's directed included uh, Dream On by Depeche Mode and Little L by Jamiroquai. Um, okay. And then he did a track by Tricky in 2003. And since then, he hasn't really directed uh, music videos. Uh. Um, there is, of course, a, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with these, but there was like a thing called Director's Label where you had the different videos of certain directors, including, you know, Michel Gondry and Mark Romanek. Uh, I, I've, I've seen some of those, but I, I'm not familiar with the, with the term, but yeah. Um, well, so there is a, a collection of, of Stefan Sadenu's uh-huh. videos, along with Spike Jones, uh, Jonathan Glazier, Anton Kjorbin, okay. you know, oh, yep, yeah. Michel Gondry, Mark Romanek. These are all yep. people who've gone on to direct films. I don't know that Stefan Sadenu has actually, that's what he's been doing in the last hmm. decade. Um, I can't say that, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, so he, uh, he he dated both Bjork and Kylie Minogue. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but then he, uh, he married Letitia Castor, who I think is a supermodel. Um, and they had a, uh, you know, they had a, a daughter. Um, so, yeah, I th- you know, I, I mean, his music videos are, you know, they, like I said, I mean, there's a certain theme to them. A lot, a lot of them seem to be set in the desert for some reason. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, very kind of memorable. And I think the same thing is true of this. Although it feels like the video for Mixed Business is Stefan Sednu playing with, um, you know, filters in, I don't know, like uh, whatever the... Not, not, I was going to say Final Cut, but I don't think it's... I mean, it, it might have been Final Cut in 2000, but I don't know it would be Final Cut Pro. But, you know, it, it feels like he's messing with a lot of video filters in the video. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of striking images, but they're mixed with Beck singing and being like so, almost like someone is pressing on the lens and it's like popping out into a number of Becks. And mm. like, um, yeah, it, you know, it's an, an interesting enough video. Um, but, uh, probably not, I wouldn't say one of his best. You know, I think he's done better videos. Stefan said. Yeah, I didn't realize I until Beck's, Beck's done better videos. Yeah, I didn't realize until I um, was uh, just looking into this. Oh yeah, it, it makes total sense that he's the guy who did the, uh, the uh, video for uh, uh, Big Time Sensuality, uh, the Bjork one, where she's yes. on like, the truck. Uh, yeah, in black and white. Yes, in black and in white. Uh, <laughs> you get a fisheye lens and you're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put... Sim- similar to Thank You with the Lens mm-hmm. set. Get a naked sticker in New York, like. You know, he, he seems to have a theme in terms of uh, of how he, he deals with stuff. But yeah, now that's a fun video as well. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm I, I'm not I'm not you know I'm not going to shy away from the fact that uh, you know around 1993, I think I would say I was in love with Bjork. I mean, yeah. you know, I loved everything she did. She was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love her first two albums in particular. Mm. Um, you know, probably two of my favorite albums of that time. 
um, you know, but uh, yeah, so, you know, that that was the video. I mean, it's uh, you, I, I think it's kind of pointless to kind of describe it because it's just a lot of really weird yeah, images. Yeah, like there's... Until there's... you kind of get to the chorus where you have like a bunch of people singing kind of like the chorus. And they're and then... all buried halfway in, in the sand. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have Beck kind of dancing with his, you know, his hairstyle that he had at the time, which is very flowing and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of in silhouette. And, you know, it, it, I don't think the video is really saying a huge amount. Yeah, Beck is... I don't think any of the videos for this album are particularly saying anything. Uh -huh. They just seem to be Beck larking around and having a bit of fun. It's it's, it's cool looking. Uh, Beck is wearing two uh, very similar but distinct uh, shirts with the number 88 on them. And it cuts between two different shots of that for some reason. Uh um, there's feet in the video, there's, like, uh, disconnected body parts, it's, um, I, I think a conspiracy theorist would have, like, a field day with it, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, and, like I said, based, this whole track is based on this kind of, like, this drum loop that comes from, uh, the Rolling Stones. They're not credited, yeah. you know, um, I, I mean, I don't know that people weren't <laughs> crediting stuff in the 2000s in terms of samples, because I think they were. Um, you know, I think there's a number of albums in the 80s that you can't get today because <laughs> they just uh -huh. stole a bunch of samples. Um, but, you know, they transform it enough that, you you know, unless you're told, I don't think you'd really guess that it was Honky Tonk Women. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and, you know, it, from the opening line, um, I think, you know, pretty much a, like a great opening where he says, I'm mixing business with leather, um, mm. which a wonderful play on, you know, business with pleasure. You know, it's like straight away, you know, as a listener, you're like, Okay, <laughs> you know what's going on back. Um, you know Christmas with Heather. Christmas with Heather is an yeah. interesting one. Now I have a cousin who's named Heather, so ah. you know uh, I'm sure around this time, if you were someone called Heather and you heard your name in a song, you'd be like, "This is it." You know, very rarely is anyone called Heather referenced in a song. Um, mm. You know, I don't think that even Lou Bega, when listing off all the different uh, people that he'd been with him. Oh yeah, no, there's there's a lot of names that he missed. Yeah, uh, Heather probably one it, of them. It wasn't an exhaustive <laughs> exhaustive list of every woman's no, name. No, but uh, so but Beck's got you covered there. If you if you you know if you need a song with yeah. Heather, and here it is. Um, and then he says, "Freaks yes. freaks flock together and make all the b boys scream." And then there's kind of like a scream on the track, but it's you know it's not like a piercing scream mm. or anything. It just sounds like it's a, a guitar part that's made to sound a little bit like a scream. Um, you know, and I love the kind of the, the processing on the vocals where he sings, you know, all right, turn it up mm -hmm. now. Um, all right, turn it up now. Um, and again, he go, he kind of mm -hmm. goes into his, you know, Prince-like falsetto, which obviously is in full force on the track Deborah later on in the album. But this is kind of one of oh, the yeah. earlier instances of that. Uh, one of the reasons that obviously I love this album is, is that uh, basically Beck is doing a Prince impression for roughly 50% of mm -hmm. the time. Um, and yeah. Know, so and then and then and then Beck kind of goes to this is something as well that's of course common on this album. You know, aside from I'd say Deborah, which has a very clear narrative, is where he says word up to the man thing. Yeah. She's always cold lamping, visine at the canteen. I just want to watch you dance. Um, which I have no idea what on earth he's talking. S something something about eye drops. I think probably seems like. Vaguely drug referential. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know. I, 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 you know, Man Thing is you know is a comic book yeah, character. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, no. That's yeah, what I, was I don't know that he's making a specific the reference. Swamp to that. Thing yeah, because he guy. says word up to the Man Thing, so he's not. It doesn't sound like he's talking about Man Thing, uh, the comic mm -hmm. book character. Um, and we, of course, we go back to the all right. Turn it up now. Uh, but, the, but I should say the vocal kind of effect is on the the echo because it's like all right, mm -hmm. and then the all right is the echo, and then it's turn it up now. 
Uh, and then we get into, I don't know, I mean, I, I really like the kind of, uh, the little kind of, the lead into the bridge where he says, do you want to ride on the Baltic Sea? I'll be your mistress, COD. I'll comb your hair, rewrite your diary, pour champagne on a honeybee. Um, mm. Which, you know, uh, COD, of course, means cash on delivery. Um, so I've, <laughs> which, but I love that he works it in and he doesn't have to say cash on delivery. He's like COD. He's like, everyone will understand what they mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm only your mistress, but cash on delivery. You know, let's 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 make it clear mm-hmm. exactly. You know, payment up front. But I I love. I mean, I just like the the kind of like the choices of the words. I mean, there's one thing that I do love on this album as well. Although sometimes there are nonsense lyrics, um, I think that mm-hmm. if you're going to do nonsense lyrics, you have to have like a good word choice to make things interesting. So I like. Yeah. It 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 it's. It's nonsense, but it's very it's very evocative nonsense. Yeah, like he, you know, he you said know. Baltic Sea, not any other type of sea. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. it, like when you think of the Baltic Sea, you think of it being freezing cold. So, you know, the kind of do you want to ride on the Baltic Sea? I'm like, no, I don't, Beck. It's freezing cold on the. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's a weird thing to just ask somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I like the kind of you know he's going to be your mistress. He's not saying gigolo either. Like you know, you think if he's singing this in his yeah. male voice, he'd say gigolo, but he says mistress. Uh, probably for some of the kind of the internal rhyme of it. Um, and then he says, mm-hmm. you know, I'll comb your hair, rewrite your diary, which is, again, not, he didn't say, yeah, he didn't say diary. He invasive. says diary as well. That's that's how he sings it. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I like the kind of gesture of like, he'll comb your hair, but then he'll rewrite your diary, which seems like, I, I, like, I don't know if he means the whole thing or just, you know, that day's thoughts or like what, like how he's going to mm-hmm. do this. <laughs> like, yeah, this this sort of gets into the, like the 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 princey side of like like sex as like a entirely transformative thing. Like 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 it'll destroy everything you've ever you know come to know and love in your life. It's, it's it, I don't yeah. know. It's it's kind of that sort it's of. It's like vibe. just he, after he's combed your hair, the things you're going to be doing. Yeah, you're going to have to go back and change uh, what you've just written in your diary because. You yeah. Know. Uh, but yeah, and then pour champagne on a honey bee. I don't think that would help the bee. Uh, gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure that alcohol being poured on a bee. It's not like it's not like it's not like sugar. Water. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess obviously champagne is quite sweet, but I I think the alcoholic content will probably end up killing that bee. Yeah. Um, you ever seen a drunk bee man? <laughs> it's not a not a pretty sight. No, I, I mean, I know that they did experiments on like wasps, giving them like LSD and stuff. Yeah. Uh, which and, and oh, spiders man. as well. If you if you really do want to be entertained, um, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I've seen that. The spider on uh, the spider on cocaine trying to spin yeah. a web is a classic. <laughs> yeah, so spiders on various drugs trying to spin webs yeah. all, is always interesting because they li- they kind of like go all over the shop and they just keep. Basically, you see the instant effect of what drugs do to uh, insects. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think alcohol is going to be good for a honeybee. Um, you know, no. Nope. Uh, yeah, and then then we get you know, um, Beck, you know, maybe taking taking a role that Prince has taken more than once, which is um, you know the the role of the submissive lover. So the fact that he sings, mm-hmm. she can really do me, she can really do me, she can look right through me and make all the b-boys scream, you know, obviously an echo of the, the you know, the opening lines. Um, I, I like that kind of, you know, she can really do me. Like, he's not he's not going to be the one making the mm-hmm. moves, even though she's going to have to rewrite her diary. You know, he, he's saying that she is the one that can initiate this. And, you know, uh, considering this is 1999, yeah. you know, it's nice to have some kind of parity there. In terms of you know who's oh, going to be sure. making the sexual moves, you know Beck is going to obviously make yeah. you rewrite your diary after he's finished combing your hair, but he's not he's not averse <laughs> to you know you making the move. Um, although mm-hmm. the kind of she she can look right through me does make it seem a little bit like it's like he's he's got something to yeah, hide. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then we we kind of get the some all rights which have been kind of like uh, you know treated, mm-hmm. um, and there's kind of you know do you want to you got the the talk box yes which is a, a great thing to yeah, use to kind of in any situation I think he says do you want to ride and it's like uh, that's <laughs> there's a meeting in the ladies room um, all the peoples make it mm-hmm. uh, and the hot look hot tubs looking real good tonight um, you know which you know I, I I guess you know Beck is not averse to you know having sex with more than one person you know but he's going to start it in the hot tub uh with all the people uh, you know basically <laughs> so um oh you know uh, but yeah apparently there's a meeting in the ladies room i don't know if people are i don't know deciding what they're going to do with beck but um i don't know i i just kind of like this idea that beck is is but you know he's been sexually adventurous um he's already to- told us that he wants to break all the sex laws so um you know this kind of logically follows on from that um, it's also worth saying. Uh-huh. I don't think we've even mentioned it, but the title misspells the word business. Oh yeah, B I Z. So it's N E S S. Yeah, which again, like sex laws has two X's. Um, you know, like it, mm-hmm. like kind of. There's a few kind of like misspellings on the album that I don't know if you call them Prince like because you know, I think sure Prince would change more than just those words. Yeah. Um, you know, but it does kind of kind of misspelling words I don't know. to me <laughs> this is going to sound um, this is going to sound very English but misspelling words is something that Americans seem to do like they spell the word night N-I-T-E and I'm like yeah. it, there's a G-H in there uh-huh. you just not understand how G-H's work that you've just decided to put N-I-T-E yep like um, yeah, you know night, so uh, like lots of yeah there's a lots of things are um, very um, like quick often you get the C taken out of it just like yeah I, I don't know how much more effort it takes to put in an extra letter, but yeah, it's, I, I, like it, it feel it feels like you know uh, there are certain words that Americans spell wrong, and mm-hmm. it just seems to be for the sake of it. I mean, it, um, it's, it's it's fun uh, to misspell words. Yeah, sometimes. I guess. I mean, it, it, <laughs> but like calling calling it mixed business and spelling it biz. Um, just, you know, it feels like only an American would kind of do something like yeah. that. And we get a restating of the, you know, I'm, you know, he, he goes back to the, uh, the business with leather, but he changes it to, I'm mixing fitness with leather, homework with Heather. Uh-huh. So he's bringing Heather back and then he says, freaks flock together and make all the lesbians scream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm never quite sure if that's a positive or a negative, <laughs> Uh, but I, I would like to think that Beck is, you know, he's encouraging these same-sex relationships, and that is why the lesbians mm-hmm. are screaming. They're not screaming because of something that Beck is doing, um, <laughs> you know. And you could make the argument that that means that Beck is actually singing this song in a female voice, and he's not, you know, he's not coming from a male perspective. Uh, you know, there's nothing else in the song that really says yeah, that. Yeah, no, to I mean, be a I mean, he, he he makes. I, I've never seen anybody who's able to please both the b boys and the lesbians to the to such an extent as as Beck yeah. does in this song. Yeah, so I mean, that might suggest that he's singing this from yeah. the point of view of a woman who makes the b boys scream, but also makes the lesbians scream. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as he says, freaks flock together. Um, and then we get, you know, the uh, the all right, turn it up now one more time, and we get the, uh, you know, the the kind of the post chorus of do you want to ride on the Baltic Sea. Um, and then we finish with the She Can Really Do Me, you know, and then he changes it at the end to and make all the big boys scream. Mm. Um, and then for the outro, we have the kind of the repetition of all right, um, you know, and that's the kind of where the song ends. But yeah, I mean, you know, probably one of my favorite tracks on this album, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm, I don't want to mention this on every track, but I saw Beck, you know, live in 2001 mm-hmm. and uh, I'm almost certain that he played this live. 
Um, so, you know, because I think he played roughly half the tracks off this album live, uh-huh. um, including at one point uh, um, uh, Deborah. Um, yeah, in fact, he did like a run where he did Milk and Honey, followed by Mixed Business, followed by Nicotine and Gravy, followed by Deborah, And that was like the biggest run of um, tracks from this album. Man. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I can't say I recall every single moment of that performance, but I do remember that kind of, you know, I, I was basically a, a newer Beck fan. You know, uh-huh. I'd been listening to Midnight Vultures for a couple of years. I'd heard some of his other tracks, but I wasn't really like a huge fan. So, I, you know, I wasn't singing along to everything on the track list. But once we started that run, you know, I knew all the words to Milk and Honey and Mixed Business and Nicotine and Gravy and, and especially Deborah. So mm-hmm. I just remember that being like, you know, a really fun part of the concert. Yeah. Um, he'd already do, he'd already done Hollywood Freaks before that anyway as well. And, you know, he, he'd play Broken Train, uh, you know, later on in the, the set as well. So mm. um, and finished, you know, the penultimate track was Sex Law. So, you know, what's that like six yeah. out of the 11 tracks? Yeah. So, you know, kind of half of the album. Um, but yeah, I you know I, I I just I mean I love the production on it. You know mm-hmm. I I think like it's you know it's it's really well produced. Um, you know pr- his kind of Prince impression on the the falsetto is really good. Um, you know and also it has a you know it's not just kind of verse chorus verse chorus. There's like lots of different little bits where it kind of changes. You know the kind of the kind of you know the, the kind of she can really do me the all right turn it up now. You know, do you want to ride in the Baltic Sea? Like these are all very yeah. kind of slight different ideas, uh-huh. and you know they they really kind of make the track interesting. And you know, it's not it's not like you ever kind of it's not like you get four minutes in and you're like, oh, it's another verse mm. and chorus. Like it's he changes it up so much throughout this. And you know, it starts with this kind of exuberant kind of sample, and then mm. you know everything kind of comes in. I mean, I love the horns as well. I gotta say, um, you know, I think the horn parts on this are like really well kind of written, um, and they really kind of enhance the song. But uh, yeah, probably. I mean. Uh, I, f- I feel like you know almost every track on this album is going to be a five out of five from me. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, it is one of my favorite albums. You know, mm-hmm. certainly from the late '90s. And as I've said before, you know, Prince. You know, his offering in 1999 was Raven to the Joy Fantastic. So, oh, uh, you know, this this was a stronger album than that. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, from the end of 1999 through to kind of like you know most of 2000, you know, Midnight Vultures was the album that I was probably listening to. Mm. you know the most if not the most then certainly it was in my top two or three you know i think beck's vocals on this album are probably the best that they've ever been um you know i think some of his stuff after this uh, not as interesting and you know i I do i do kind of love the the couple of albums before this as well i think there's a lot of really good stuff on there but you know for me this is this is the album that i love by Mm -hmm. beck the most so um, five out of five. All right, yeah, no, I, I, I'd be giving this a five as well. Um, I just really like the sound of this track. I like the the weirdness of the like the instruments by themselves, and but how good everything sounds when it's all put together. Um, I like the little bits of like digital interference that you get here and there, which kind of like just take you take you out of everything. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's an um, it's an interesting song, and I and I I, I like it quite a bit. Um. Yeah, no, I would say five stars. Uh, well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about mixing our business with mm-hmm. uh, leather. So with the leather and uh, Heather. Yeah, leather and Heather. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Noah? Uh, yeah, I am on Twitter at um, I am the best Noah. Uh, you can find me on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash zeta underscore waves uh, z e t a underscore waves. Um, I make music sometimes. Um, yeah. And you can find me more regularly on Prince Track by Track, uh, which you can find on the internet everywhere if you search for Prince Track by Track. Um, you know, although you might have to put my name in as well to mm. narrow it down because, you know, Prince is going to get you a lot of results. Um, so, and you can follow that on Twitter at Prince Podcast. 
so thanks once more for being my guest here, Noah. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. And otherwise, let's mix some business with heaven. <laughs> I got a little bit of sympathy for you, girl. Cause I'm a, I'm a full grown man And I'm not a, afraid to, to 